Welcome and thank you for joining us on the Sandy Pars Podcast, your source for in-depth discussions about the world of golf for the everyday golfer. We're your hosts, Randy Duran and Ryan Munoz. On this episode, we discuss our picks for the Pebble Beach Pro-Am, our love for Spyglass Hill, and more. Stay tuned after the break. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, once again, joined by my my co-host here, Ryan Munoz. How you doing? Hey, happy Friday, my man. How's your week been? Uh, it's been a solid week. Solid week. Never can't can't complain ever. Won't hear uh, me complaining. I know that we grinded it a little bit earlier today. Did you grind it all? Did you go to the range? Did you? Uh, I went yesterday. That was the the first the the first time of the week that I grinded, and then I grinded uh, in the mirror a lot, and just the the setup, takeaway position, lot nice. a lot of a lot of in the mirror grinding. Felt, I felt felt like the past two days felt felt good at the range too. So we'll see. That's good. I know you're playing this weekend, so you'll let us know how that all goes. Um, how'd your picks go from last week? Ooh, so golf guy Rye comes in last week. He's got uh I had two top ten picks that finished in the top ten. I believe I was on here saying that you won't find Brooks Kepka at what you find him at to win this tournament. Yeah, you'll never see him at a plus four fifty to get a top ten. Yep. And I said it was kind of the same as just like, you know. In in sportsmen, and there's times where you can buy teams low. Mm-hmm. Uh, golf is so golf is so crazy to bet because it's such a it it's it is a complete individual sport. But there's Brooks was his you won't find Brooks Kepka again this year four fifty to finish in a top ten. And I mean, obviously he won the tournament, but to me that was a situation of you got to kind of mirror the Super Bowl. You got a championship caliber guy that's back down and people doubting him. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the money and let it ride on that. I was right? just gonna say, like watching him play, it looked like you just printed money because he was he was in it from beginning to end. He played great. He looked like you know vintage, you know, two years ago, Kepka, you know, before his injury to his knee. Hey, wow. had Scotty Scheffler in there too yep. that cashed. So overall, a victory. Bubba Watson did not. Gary Woodland, I don't think those two made the cut. But winning those Wyndham, two bets right there alone covers everything that you might yeah, have lost. And Wyndham, right? Wyndham Clark was close to getting in the top 10. And mm-hmm. if he gets in the top 10, that's a good payday. So that's um, – I'm, I'm, I'm up on the uh, – I think I calculated out over the weekend. On golf bets alone, I'm up maybe like a you know like a fraction, a unit and a half, a mm-hmm. little bit. But hey, this is my first kind of real go around at golf betting, and so if I'm up money um, and kind of picking a couple guys each week that are getting in here, that's three of four tournaments that we've made picks on. We didn't make picks on the uh, La Quinta, so yep, three or four tournaments where I've cashed some guys um, each one. So, hey, I might I might be onto something. Uh, all that time about being in the lab. Yep, I was just gonna say, yeah, uh, you've been doing a lot. Of, you, you know, you've actually hit on a couple of your bets this year. I haven't hit on anything in terms of uh, the daily DraftKings. Um, I'm a consummate second place or second to last uh, contender, so I don't know shit about daily. Um, but I did make some top tens this week. I feel like that's more of a fun, uh, you know, that that's a little bit more, um, 
what I'm looking for in terms of, you know, golf betting, we're still going to keep doing the, the, the daily at DraftKings, but um, who did the you have? Fun because, you know, you can, you, it, it's, you, you toss a little down. And again, last week I had two winners. I had five guys out. So, right. you know, I lose money on the three guys that didn't get in there, but still the two winners, it, it, it tops out and it just gives you something fun to like root for on a Sunday in a golf tournament. Yeah. Kind of at the end of the day, that's why I enjoy it more. I don't think I'm going to break the bank quite yet. We might yeah. be on the road though. Are you uh, so who do you have this week at Pebble beach and spyglass Hill, which I can't <laughs> wait to talk about. I can't wait to talk about the courses, but let's, right. let's talk about. All right. All right. All right. So I know I already know you're, you're waiting for me to give one pick out so you can roast me on it. I hope Mikey Sandrini is listening. And, and you quickly scammed over your picks from last week but that's fine well i, I said that i went second second to last again i, so, I admitted that so week I, I had half my team missed the cut four, I, I took four top tens um three of which made the cut are in contention one isn't shout out mikey uh so i took i took uh we'll get it out of the way my worst pick of the week was i took sneds to finish top 10 brent's I, he's a winner at this tournament previously uh and this is a this is a this is a course very very small greens need to have a good approach to green game he does i don't know what happened he stinks um let's yeah. um, move on from it no i, I mean i i, I am gonna judge you a lot on that on that sneds pick though because we gave so we gave so much shit to mikey for his sneds pick that uh uh, at the masters two years ago when tiger hey, famously won it i didn't okay but i didn't pick sneds at the masters either i picked them <laughs> at the beach where no one's playing okay that's true <laughs> that's true that's true i don't know uh, and he's won here before so 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 okay so like this is a cool conversation that we can have on here uh I, I have like things that I look at when I bet a basketball game and a college basketball game, pro basketball game. I don't, I just go off my field, um, which is why I'm so hot and cold and pro hoop college hoop. I, I generally win. Right. But I have certain criteria on, of course, I'm not going to give them out on here uh, just for, for free playing <laughs> for those criteria on, but I have certain things that I look for and categories that i kind of look for if i want to bet on a guy or not or bet on a college team or not but what's crazy for golf and like golf betting and someone that's just getting into golf betting is there's so many guys and there's no team right right so so i'm trying to wean out like stats that i that i that i think matter and don't matter and so right like what i've come to and i think i've i I'm clearly coming to something decent because I'm, I'm getting at least one winner each 10, each tournament. Right. Or right. I feel so like, I, I feel like golf betting, you're, 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 you're having to match a course with a player's strengths. A lot. I mean, dude, you're, you're, if you're just talking, like if you talk to a mathematician, like he's going to just bowling explode. <laughs> right. Cause he's like, oh, the probabilities. Yeah. But it, it's for, it's no, it's for, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> It's, it's, it's for real. You're talking like, Oh shit. I mean, you had speed leading that tournament on Saturday last week, but mm-hmm. the, 
the problem and unfortunately the probabilities of him hitting a miss hitting a drive were high in his favor and it's just, there's just so much more that can go wrong. Right. right? We'll get to speed in a minute. Cause that's a really good, that's a real, that's a topic. I really want to talk to you. My strategy so who, on, are your, who are your other picks? Who are your other picks? So oh, you had, okay. so you had Sneds. My bad. I got, I got disrailed on the golf betting strategy. My yeah. other, these are all good picks. We'll see. These guys are all in contention. I had mm-hmm. uh, Chesco Molinari. That was my chalkiest pick. Okay. Chesco Molinari at plus 200. Uh, I believe he's already in the top 10. Yeah. And I took uh, another kind of chalky pick last year's winner, Kevin Streelman at uh, plus 350. Mm-hmm. And then I took Maverick, Maverick McNeely at plus 750 in a top 10. His dad always plays. He's the, the son of the sun microsystems, dude. His dad always is playing in this tournament. Um, he went to Stanford. He's Daniel Kang's boyfriend. Mm-hmm boyfriend okay dude's got game i think he's in the top 10 mm. damn those are those are some good picks um let me see what are what are, what are the standings here you definitely do oh Ma- maverick mcneely dude you got him right there tied for fourth or I'm hey. tied, for tied for eighth yep I got so my picks this week. I did four top tens as well. I did uh, Cabrera Cabrera Bello at eight hundred, uh, Furick at twelve hundred, former winner, uh, and then I have Sam Burns at three fifty. And Furyk. huh, Furick at twelve hundred is a that's a great pick. Yeah, yeah, top ten. Like I mean, and he's not too far off. Um, but I also picked somebody who I talked about early this year um, as a bold prediction that would have a win um, and would definitely play better this season. And that's the guy you just mentioned, Jordan Spieth, Jordan Spieth. And, uh, you know, obviously last week he shot a 61 was, you know, a leader on Saturday last week. Um, And here he is going into a Saturday as the leader um, down there in, uh, in Pebble Beach. Dude, it's cool to see him playing so well. Um, it's especially as an amateur golfer that stinks and just you know, like like has struggled <laughs> on the mental side of things, right? Because obviously, this guy has talent. You don't win multiple Masters and a British Open without talent, right? So, so and and so you you watch him just struggle these last few years and. You forget I, that he's I, super young too. I don't think it's the like, dude. I don't think it's like he's struggling either, right? I think golf has just gotten. There's so many good players now that like that that he just got kind of forgot surpassed real quick by his yeah. boy Justin JT. His boy. I, I, his boy I mean, it, it you know does. I mean? You you have to mention. You have to mention. Uh, you know, he did blow a couple tournaments there right before his decline happened. Um, and well, that's he, what I'm saying. The mental game of just, right. No, that, that's, a, that's a, exactly. So I think it was mental side. I, I do think that the competition got better. Cause like, you know, new contenders emerged, right. Um, you got like Matthew Wolf, you got Brooks Kepka, you got a bunch of other guys that are, you know, big name guys that are out there winning tournaments. Yeah. And they're a different style. They're a clashing yeah. style too. Speed is like more JT's of a classic style. JT's his boy. 
JT, that's the other one. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, no, and that's why I like coming back to the main point. Speed is it's fun when speed is in tourneys because I I'd rather watch if I'm gonna watch you know PGA golf. I want to see more of a classic style. I'd rather watch because now when I watch PGA, everyone everyone smashes it right. Everyone's right. killing the ball, so I'd much like I'm more entertained as the viewer, right? As the dude in me, I'm like. I want to see him fucking just crush this right, right? uh but as the viewer i'm more entertained watching a dude work the ball you know what i mean right steve stricker at the age of 54 was in the top five of that tournament last week damn brooks Kepka bombed it and won that tournament but yep. steve stricker and brooks Kepka have two totally different games yep absolutely uh, but that's what's cool of golf right that's what makes golf so fucking like crazy and interesting as you can find a dude that just, you know, he's got the touch and, and, and I don't know it, that, 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 that to me is so intriguing, right? Yeah. I I think I I totally agree. I think the, the finesse is uh, just as important as the power. You know what I mean? I I feel like, I I feel like both are, are entertaining to watch um, for their own right. You know what I mean? It's like fucking corner McGregor said, Timing beats precision. Finesse beats power. Fucking. <laughs> One thing I have been enjoying though was uh, is is watching them play out there on Spyglass. Um, you know, Spyglass doesn't get as much like coverage as uh, as Pebble Beach, and you know we've played both. We've been fortunate enough to play both courses. Um, you know, Spyglass and Pebble, and uh, you know. I wish they would just had more more coverage of them playing out there at Spyglass. I know it doesn't have the vistas and stuff like that, and but it's good of a course. Spyglass, right? watching it now, it's crazy to watch this tournament uh, this year, having played both these two courses. Right. Uh, and and yeah, Spyglass. Like now, I watch these guys playing at Spyglass. Like today, the speed, the, right? The speed group and fucking yeah. Ricky Fowler, they were all in there. Mm-hmm. But, and so you're watching them. I'm like, yeah, man, all these shots are uphill. Like it's crazy. That course is, is crazy. It's um, long. It's course up- is cr- uphill. Crazy. It's set up. It's crazy. Beautiful. I don't think. I, I don't know. I'm still caught in though. Like dude, just watching like, especially today. Cause burger was in it. So they yeah. had, they had uh, someone in on the front nine today playing well on pebble. And it's just crazy watching like those holes five, six, seven. Like yeah. after you've played there, it's just it's I don't know. Yeah. Um when I played, I shot I was six over through the first nine, and then the back nine is significantly easier. Um, and I feel like the you know, you go through all the the ocean holes really quickly, and then you're into like the forest, right? You're in like the woods, you know. Um, and I just thought like I, I really appreciate, you know, all the vistas that those, those, um, those that, that, that Pebble those, Beach is known for, that that, spot, uh, that uh, Spanish Bay is known for. But Spyglass has some of the most, um, some of the greatest landscaping I've ever seen with the ponds and the green structures, the green complexes that they made. I just, I mean, it, it, it it's so great in its own right. And I just wanted to watch them play it more, I felt, like yesterday yeah. and today. Yep. Yep. 
I agree. I agree. It, uh, that, that little stretch of like, I think it's 10, 11, 12 through there. Those are crazy. So I made, I made, yeah, I made a mark of it here. And my two favorite holes were 14 and 15. And specifically because they have like these, this beautiful like stone wall complex, like surrounding a pond. One of those, one of those is the little par three, right? Right. So 15 is the par three. 14 is the, the 560 yard par five. Um, and both of them are equally just like majestic looking. It's crazy to see uh, a, like a, a golf hole. It looks like a work of art. Um, I feel like we see that at Augusta a lot uh, in some of these other high profile courses, but to see, to see it in person out there, you know, cause Pebble relies on its natural beauty. Um, it's natural rugged coastline and all that stuff. So it's mainly, you know, it, it, it is what, you know, it is. They clearly built out Spyglass to look the way that it does. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, dude, it's, that course is nutty. I think it's harder uh, than Pebble because it's significantly longer, but at the same time, you know, Pebble really neutralizes everything with the small greens. Dude, it's longer and it's all uphill. That's that's like what the the crazy portion of it is. Yeah. Um. So Pebble today, I, I guess I'll roll this, with this segue. Pebble today played, pendant what time you got out there, you shot a nice score or you shot a very rough score. Yeah. The, uh, the elements were were in play. Uh, I, th- I think these guys, anyone that shot went out in the afternoon was in for a rough one. Uh incredible wins what'd you think so yeah i was i was watching that and i told you yesterday um that i felt that everybody who uh had spyglass yesterday that was in contention and had pebble today had an advantage and i couldn't have been more wrong no they they killed it today yeah people who had spyglass, they, all went, they all went out early that was the yeah. key and that and uh spyglasses um you know the, the last like 13 holes are all uh protected by the the forest you know what i mean and uh the 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 wind doesn't affect the ball as much as it does when you're right on the coastline like on pebble and with those tiny ass greens like of course no one's going to shoot low out there i didn't anticipate the 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 weather changing you know you and i went out there today and it was windy really windy um so if it was like (laughs) if it was like that at you know out there in monterey which isn't too far from here um i can't imagine how difficult that was crazy Um, when you you played did you have wind when you played pebble when i played out there i uh the first nine couldn't have any less wind right Mm -hmm. and and then towards the towards the back i got a little bit of 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 wind like so we finished playing around like i don't know maybe like four. So like on 18, it was blowing on the back nine. It was blowing front nine. We didn't have too much. Um, I've got a kick out of just watching these guys play eight. I was so juiced and I can't wait for the weekend to watch them play eight. Pebble. Yeah. Yeah. That hole, that hole is so sick. I, I, honestly, I played like dog shit out there at Pebble mm -hmm. on all eight. I fucking played like, 
you wouldn't you would you would be like who is this guy that played on the home before this and, after? <laughs> and you'd see me on eight because i went four iron five iron into yeah. the- number eight number eight is rugged that's one of the coolest holes oh of all time dude, that's what i was gonna bring up i i brought this up a couple weeks ago when we put, being above the hole at these at this these two courses is a recipe for disaster like on the, seven the par three right before it dude on any hole being above the hole is you are done like you got to put forth such a good putt to get it into Mm -hmm. to get it trending towards and then if it if it drops like yeah you really gotta you really gotta know the greens out there to putt well i put it like shit when i played pebble i put it way better at spyglass um i think just because the ocean wasn't much of a factor for most of the holes you know what i mean yeah i have to say too um i wasn't expecting so i i played early i played early as fuck uh both times I played our 750 tea time at uh Pebble, 740 tea time at Spyglass. I was the first group out. It was dark. Um, but uh those are the best times to play because you don't have you don't have the wind. The wind picks up like at noon or slightly before, typically. The wind's brutal. Whenever you play a coastal course, I I, I think you have to play. Early in the morning. All right, so so I, I I put this down. I heard Fado talking this on the on the, uh, the 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 broadcast. What's your win strategy? And Fado brought forth something that I've never thought of, and and really makes a lot of sense actually. When you think, he said, "Don't when it starts to get real windy and crazy windy, like it can here in San Francisco, right?" Uh, What's your go-to shot? And then he said, play, play the, play the trajectory of the club and not the yardage of the club. And that's very interesting. And that's, that's like, I think that's some deep, deep insights right there. I think that's somebody who's familiar with Lynx golf too. You know, he's out there in the UK um, where that's very prominent. And that makes a lot of sense because they're, they're out there playing in like real wind, like all the time. If it, not windy conditions for golf. Some would say is not really golf. You know what I mean? And out there in the old, in the old where golf was invented, that's how it was played. Just like that. Uh, so, so as a, you're the best amateur golfer, I know. How do you approach a windy shot as an amateur? Well, as an amateur, like my shitty way of, of doing it. First of all, I'm always clubbing. Even no matter what I think that the club wind is, I'd rather take one more. And um, one thing I also don't do, or what's one thing I try to do is try to wait for the wind to, to kind of die down before I hit the shot. Cause the worst thing that could happen is it picks up after I've hit the shot. You know what I mean? So if I'm no, able to feeling some telepathic stuff. No. You- yeah, no, 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 no. So I, I, I just sit there and just wait for the wind to die down a little bit. And then second, no, uh, when the wind's going to die down. And then no, I don't, die. I just wait. <laughs> so if, if, if I'm playing hella slow, no, I don't have that's that. What I'm hearing. I'm hearing, you know, when the wind is going to no. die. <laughs> I definitely don't. But honestly, I try to hit a, 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 a shot that's flighted down. You know, I always tell you that like a knockdown shot. Yeah. I play, I play knockdowns all the time because then when it, when I actually have to play one in the wind, um, 
and I'm just doing the same thing I've been doing. You know what I mean? So I'll, I'll club up. I'll always, you know, I'll play a draw. I'd rather play a draw into the wind than a fade because the fade is going to die. It's going to die. And that's, that's really all I yeah. do. I don't, I try to, I try to just hit as usual, right? Because right. I feel like I'm going to grip up and grip hot harder on the club. So I want to just try to go as usual. I think I may even choke down a little bit more. See, that's, yeah, I, I think, uh, that's but I'm not, I'm not that good of a player. So, <laughs> but I think I don't, I, the wind doesn't bother me too much unless it's like a crazy, you know what I mean? Like fucking like unbearing wind. Yeah. It's always the worst when it's head on. Otherwise wind is a little bit more man. Is, is, well, I mean, it just makes your spin look fucking unreal. Yep. Um, I think the best thing to have too is like a caddy when you're playing in the wind. I've only had a caddy one time, but I think that having one out there would really help. I've had two caddies and yeah, it would, which, which brings us to our, our next question. Go ahead and let's, let's hear it. <laughs> okay. This is a, this is a great question. So obviously we can't say tiger woods because first of all, I would be too afraid to to caddy for him. And uh, also, it wouldn't be right if you caddied for me. But the question is, what pro would you like to caddy for? Uh, and what pro would you like to have caddy for you? And so, yeah, I want to hear yours first. You want me to go? Yep. All right. Um, all right, I'm going to go, what pro would I like to have caddy for me first? And I believe I just had one one name written down there. Yep. That is uh, a gentleman that's rocking a similar kind of mullet that I am. And his name is Pat Perez. Uh, that's a good one. He's, he's the, the people's golfer, the everyday golfer, the PXG guy. Um, I feel like, and I feel like he likes to slam a couple beverages or two in his off time. Yeah. He's the, he's I feel a, like, I feel like he would be just a good fit for me to give me some, some good ideas on, you know, where I need to go. We, we've never specified the course on this, but if I, if I have, I'm, I'm picking Pat Perez, me and him are both wearing jumpers, one suit jumpers into the fucking <laughs> course and we're ready to go. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. Uh, and, and who then, caddy so my, my caddy four, I have two guys. I got to give, we almost flipped our, our guys. Uh, I got to give Harry Higgs my number one. I say he's my number one. He's not. HH, Harry Higgs, my number two. I would like to caddy for Harry Higgs because I think I can just enlighten him on some cool vodka drinks and etc. cetera. Uh, but then my late, my late, late add to on that was uh i think i could i could probably caddy for and be kevin kistner's strength coach and just be <laughs> on tour going in georgia bulldogs football you know what i mean we just going in there and doing our thing um you have to go out there to augusta kids i can teach him how to just you know get some basic strength how to achieve good golf strength while crushing beers all the time how to do this while putting and rolling the rock as out in an outstanding fashion. Rock. I feel like kids and I would just be best boys. 
he yeah i think i think you guys would too he'd really enjoy you i mean i have a feeling that he's uh he's been known to throw down a couple bucks on on a ball game or two as well so i got i'm i'm going um I'm going kiss on my on my Hua PGA Tour caddy that I would I would I would want to catch. I think kids would trust me with you know Munoz. What do you think? Nine iron, eight iron. What, <laughs> I think kids would trust me. <laughs> First of all, before I even tell you mine, I I want to go ahead and clarify: no one of these guys should ever trust me. <laughs> I'm giving them any type of uh, of, of tips, but uh, if I had to caddy, that's why that's why I bring. That's why I chose the two people I like to uh, caddy for. I, I picked two because I couldn't just do one. First is DJ because I wouldn't have to tell him anything. I wouldn't have to Helena say Helena parties. Uh, well, yeah, and then there's a possibility you could hang out with him afterwards, and that might just be happen to be around his family, which would include her. Um, on top of that, I just think that he's just naturally gifted, wouldn't have to say anything, just you know, give him a, give him a number, and that would be it. Uh, the second person I like to caddy for would be Max Hama just because he gives everybody shit on Twitter about their swings and stuff. So I would just be talking shit to him the entire time and give it, giving it to him back. He is, he is and credit to Max Homa. He yeah. owned too. last week. He stunk. He fucking just went out there. He posted on Sunday. He said, man, I stink. Yeah. I'm trying to figure this out. And it was a video of him like putting. And I was like, dude, that is, that's, that's how you own it. Like, dude, he's still hella good. But but his uh, his uh, Twitter swing uh, analysis is is just legendary, legendary. I absolutely love watching him roast people's swings all the time. Um, so it'd be fun just to caddy for him and do it and just do it the entire time every every time he had a bad shot. Um, and then who I'd like to caddy for me is is funny because you had uh, Harry Higgs as somebody that you want to caddy for. Um, my God, what a caddy for him. I'd want, I'd want Harry Higgs to be caddying for me. Cause I know he'd have a few pops while we played and I'd probably have one with him. You trying to get a Tito sponsorship. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, he just seems like a cool ass dude. I mean, how can you not like that guy? Um, and then the, the other person would be Brooks Kepka. I would love to caddy for me just because he's so damn good. It would just be hilarious that he would be caddying for me. Like, you know, he's, um, I feel like he would give great motivation. You know, every time I have a bad shot, oh, like, man, he, he, he just be like, oh, that's just- listen as your as your strength coach. I would hope you you had Brooks Kepka caddying with you. <laughs> it would that, be yeah. those hip extensions. Oh, dude, he's the best. I, I, I would think that he would just be keeping it real the entire time. He would probably be slightly annoyed the whole time. And so that's why I would think it'd be even funnier. Just like, you know, here's here's something. Brooks Kepka just won that golf tournament. He doesn't have any club sponsorships. He just won it with Srixons. That does it for this episode of the Sandy Parts Podcast. We want to thank you all for joining us. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcast content. Join us next week as we discuss the results from this week's picks, our dream golf vacations, and more. Lastly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at SandyParsGolf and visit our website, SandyPars.com, for our full library of podcasts and additional golf content like course reviews, reading guides, and more. Special thanks to our producer, Ryan Thiessen, and until next time, hit him straight.